What is this? This is show business. They're entertained, folks. Intensive good radio's preparation. Good morning, and it's Scott with your Jack FM morning show. Are you awake? Time for breakfast. You know, I could use a little breakfast. Why don't I reach in and crack open a frosty one? I make out a nice frosty beer. Don't you like beer? Because we made it to Wednesday. Beer, beer, beer. <sighs> Let me just top that off real quick. All right, here's to you because it is National Spouses Day today. To all the married people out there, don't feel too bad, single people. You've got your stuff to celebrate today, too, because it's also National Peanut Brittle Day. I don't know why they thought it was necessary to have a peanut brittle day, but National Spouses Day. Spouses are great and all, but they can also be annoying. I know you're familiar with all the great hacky comedians over the years that have done routines about how annoying their wives are, but somebody recently polled 1,000 Americans who are married, and 44% agreed with the statement, my spouse gets on my nerves sometimes. You spend that much time with somebody, they're going to eventually get on your nerves. The most common things that annoy us about our spouse are their selective hearing. A lot of wives complain about their husbands, uh, their snoring, their control freak tendencies. And here are a few more stats from the survey. Ready to get started? Let me just walk down this peanut brittle real quick. 45% of married couples usually celebrate Valentine's Day in one way or another. That's right around the corner. But 80% said it was a bigger deal before they got married. There does get to be less emphasis. I know in my marriage, we barely acknowledge Valentine's Day. Only 16% said that they argue with their spouse on a regular basis. 10% of married people said they love their spouse, but sometimes wish they were single so they could experience dating again. Yeah, because dating in 2022 is so fun. I couldn't even imagine. 17% agreed with the statement, my spouse is a slob. With 44% of husbands claiming that they usually split chores pretty evenly, but only uh, a small amount of wives agreed with that. The things we're most likely to appreciate about our spouse include they're a hard worker, the fact that you can be yourself around them, they make you laugh, they're smart, they're supportive, and they're a great parent. So give your spouse a big hug, a big smackaroo on the lips. Yeah, baby! (laughs) And you know what? I'm having deja vu because it seems like... I know I've asked this before. It seems like we ask this question every every few years. Are bell bottoms officially back in style? What? I didn't even know it was a thing. My wife and I were in Target, and we saw that Target just set, started selling women's bell bottoms recently. Except instead of bell bottoms, they're calling them extreme flare jeans. You can call a pig anything you want, but it's still a pig. And you can call bell bottoms extreme flare jeans, but they're still bell bottoms. Google Trends says that the phrase, are bell bottoms back in style, is trending right now. (laughs) It's the number one back in style search this week, followed by, are fanny packs back in style? Nothing looks dorkier than a fanny pack. The rest of the top five searches are banana clips, Uggs, and members-only jackets. I had a badass members-only jacket that I used to wear until I spilled a kamikaze on it. Isn't that dumb? And that is a story for another time. Have you got a birthday today? Wow. Here's a few of the super celebrities sharing your birthday today, January 26th. Eddie Van Halen. He would have been 66 today. Van Halen superstar Eddie Van Halen. Sadly, he left us back in 2020. Uh, the Octomoms octuplets are 13 now. Can you believe that was 13 years ago? It doesn't say her name here, but I was it, I think Nadia Suleiman? Well, I think that was her name. Octomoms octuplets. Cameron Bright from the Twilight movie. She is 29. Sasha Banks, lady wrestler and Snoop's cousin. She turns 30 today. Um, Edwin Hodge from the Purge movies. He turns 37. Taylor James, 42. Vince Carter, 45. 
Andrew Ridgely. <laughs> I bet there's a small minority of people out there who know who Andrew Ridgely is. He's the sole surviving member of Wham! Right? Remember him? The other guy bopping around and wake me up before you go-go and careless whisper? Andrew Ridgely is 59 today. I still think that uh, Ridgely, Oates, Messina, and Garfunkel would make an awesome bowling team. It's not like they got a lot of other stuff going on their going on on their calendars. What do they got to lose, right? Wayne Gretzky, 61. Ellen DeGeneres turned 64 today, and Lucinda Williams, 69, dude, 69. <laughs> there you go. Just a few of the celebrities you are sharing your birthday with today, January 26th. This show's unairable. We've got no things to do and no people to see. I like your free-flowing format. There is a new study out. How are you sleeping, by the way? You sleeping good? If you live in Minnesota, you're probably sleeping the best. There is a new scientific study out. Nerd alert! Which could be... It's, don't worry, it's not too scientific. They analyzed d- data from Twitter, but they compared the average sleep and wake-up times across all 50 states and across more than 130 countries, and they didn't use sleep tracking tech. They analyzed data from Twitter based on when people throughout the world use the hashtags hashtag good morning and hashtag good night, which is fine, I guess, assuming people are spending every waking moment tweeting, but they found that North America gets the least sleep of any continent, an average of eight hours and 11 minutes, which to me seems like a dream. Eight hours and you're sleeping the whole time? I should be so lucky. Overall, the West African nation of Togo sleeps the most at 11 hours and 21 minutes a night, while Barbados sleeps the least at just under six hours. Those are DJ hours. In the U.S., people in Minnesota sleep the most at 8 hours and 54 minutes, while people in Michigan sleep the least at under 6 hours a night. Most well-rested cities? Minneapolis and St. Paul, Minnesota. Oh, why do you that? And the most sleep-deprived are Detroit and New York City, the so-called city that never sleeps. But as for sleep times, Las Vegas has the most night owls. That's not surprising. 20% go to sleep after midnight in Las Vegas. Hard to sleep when there's so much great late-night television on, too. Did you see that Letterman is going to be making a guest appearance on Late Night with Seth Meyers to celebrate the show's 40th anniversary, February 1st? Late Night, of course, first premiered February 1st, 1982 with David. So kind of a big deal for him to be appearing on NBC again, considering they didn't have the best breakup when Jay Leno was chosen to take over on The Tonight Show. And as for the musical guest, Counting Crows singer Adam Duritz. Because why not? Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a promo. This is the actual show. January 26th. I'm not messing around. It's time for... Today's Day in History. Look at a few of the things that happened on January 26th. Like 238 years ago in 1784, Benjamin Franklin wrote a letter to his daughter supporting the turkey as America's national symbol. <laughs> Frank, Benjamin Franklin complained that the eagle was a bird of bad moral character and he thought that the turkey was more respectable. We could have had the turkey as our national symbol. The question is, would we still have had them as a delicious Thanksgiving meal? Probably not. 104 years ago in 1918, President Herbert Hoover, who was the head of the Food Administration during Woodrow Wilson's presidency, called for Meatless Tuesday and Wheatless Wednesday to help the war effort overseas. This name sounds like radio station gimmicks. Those They eventually evolved into two for Tuesdays and one hit wonder Wednesdays. 
Hoover would probably be proud because the Meatless Monday movement has actually been gaining momentum across the country. 52 years ago in 1970, Simon and Garfunkel released their final album, Bridge Over Troubled Water, featuring the title track and The Boxer. 45 years ago in 1977, Fleetwood Mac's original lead guitarist Peter Green was arrested and later committed to a mental hospital after he pulled a shotgun on his accountant for sending him too many royalty checks. That's kooky talk. Duke's a hazard. Yeehaw! 1979, 43 years ago on this date, the Dukes, the Dukes of Hazard, starring John Schneider and Tom Wopat, premiered on CBS. 30 years ago in 1992, following the Super Bowl, Bill Clinton appeared with his wife Hillary on 60 Minutes, denying an affair with Jennifer Flowers, as reported in the tabloid. Billy, Bill, of course, later admitted that he had indeed <laughs> enjoyed a sexual affair with Flowers, and Hillary purchased a copy of Tammy Wynette's Greatest Hits. Condoleezza Rice sworn in as U.S. Secretary of State on this date in 2005. Twelve years ago in 2010, Avatar became the highest grossing film of all time. Previous record holder Titanic was also directed by James Cameron. And there you go. Highest day in history. You're not very bright, are you? No, I'm not. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, cops in Vero Beach, Florida got a call Saturday afternoon about a 30-year-old named Eric Bennett, who was, quote, visibly intoxicated on an unknown substance. He's acting loopy. So while they were talking to him, they noticed his pockets were filled with something because they were bulging out. So they asked if he had any weapons on him. And he responded by telling them that he had a bag full of syringes in his pockets. But he claimed that they weren't for drugs. They were for fishing. He, he said he used them for fishing, but he didn't elaborate. And he didn't have any other fishing equipment with him. If there is a type of fishing that involves making the fish overdose, I will apologize for making fun of this guy. He did have a, a cigarette pack with a bag of fentanyl inside, though, so they arrested him for possession. He's been arrested in the past for grand theft, drunk driving, driving without a license, and possession of drug paraphernalia. He is due in court next month. If he is arraigned, you can look for him on the Outdoorsman channel with his uh, special fishing show, <laughs> Fish Overdose. That's my vice. There you go. There's your stupid criminals in the news. As you know, it is Wednesday. Which is hump day. Known as hump day in some circles. It's called Wednesday. And that means that we have a very special Wednesday edition of Random Facts. Random facts you didn't even know you needed to hear for a Wednesday. And you know what the trick to this is, right? You write them down, shove them in your pocket, or if you're smart and have good memory retention, which I do not, I have to make lists. But if you do, you just put it in your old mental memory bank and then you whip them out as needed throughout the day when you want to impress your coworkers, friends, family, whatever. Here we go. First random fact. Between 10% and 12% of the world's population is left-handed. Kiss me, I'm left-handed. <laughs> oh, that's a classic. <laughs> what? It's a fact. Perfumes were originally put near the door at department stores to cover the smell of horse manure and car exhaust from the streets. <laughs> What is that delightful scent that smells like flowers mixed with horse manure and car exhaust? John Hughes came up with the idea for Ferris Bueller's Day Off on February 25th, 1985. Pitched and sold it on the 26th and finished the screenplay on March 3rd. That's a quick turnaround. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. 
Words of wisdom from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. The Beatles were once in talks to star in a Lord of the Rings movie with Paul as Frodo, Ringo as Sam, George as Gandalf, and John as Gollum. They even approached Stanley Kubrick to direct, but J.R.R. Tolkien nixed the project. Wouldn't that have been bizarre? Finally, it is physically impossible for pigs to look straight up to the sky. The anatomy of their neck muscles and their spine limits the movement of their head. And there you go. Random facts you didn't even know you needed to hear for a Wednesday on 1019 Jack FM. You know, it's that time of year once again where that earworm of a jingle gets into my head. The boat show is coming back. Better climb aboard. Do, do, do. Yeah, sing along if you know the words at home. Barry Seneco in studio. How you doing? Doing great. Happy to be back here and happy that it's boat show week. Yeah. Is it just me or have you got the thoughts of, of warm weather and boating? I mean, it seems like such a distant memory to me. Well, we like to come in the depths of winter, you know. It's <laughs> it's dark, it's cold, it's windy, it's well, dreary. You it. Exactly. Yep. And uh, because warm weather will show up in a few months and mm-hmm. it's and, and more than ever it's really important to plan out your summer right now. Now, uh, with everything going on, you know, if you want that boat, dock, personal watercraft, uh, pontoon, time to really get serious about that purchasing and get on down to the Fargo Dome. And this is the weekend for it. The yeah. 30th annual 2022 Red River Valley Boat Show, the uh, Boat and Marine Product Show. So what kind of stuff are we going to be looking at this year? You know, everything that goes on water. So again, fishing boats, pontoons, uh, wakeboard boats, wakeboard equipment, docks, you know, marine accessories, electronics, really everything that, that you need for the water. And free sporting goods, they'll have their 30 feet just chock full of uh, trolling motors and depth finders and sight image radar and what's really neat is to go down there and watch them do their deal and they'll bring up people's lakes and they'll start pointing out places to fish and they'll start showing like them how to doing the little seminars exactly it's oh, cool. super cool and people really get into it but in today's world as we know you got to kind of get in line to get stuff so it's january now is the perfect time if yep. you're serious about making that boat purchase now's the time to get active and it's going to be great just to get in that mindset again uh, thinking about you know getting out there and the boat or just being out on the lake cruising around. Oh, yeah. So any other presentations, any special guests that we're going to see? Yeah, Jim Carroll's going to be there all weekend. He's kind of my favorite guy to do seminars on electronics and he'll be talking about GPS and sonar and how to get those to get you on more fish. And those go all weekend long. Best thing to do, go to FargoBoatShow.com, print out a dollar off discount coupon, but you can see the seminar times, the exhibitor list, the map, everything you need to know about the show starting noon on Friday. All right, all the industry's top manufacturers For sure. and uh, and boats and pontoons. It's all the be area's best dealers. You bet. Friday, Saturday, Sunday's going on all weekend long. Absolutely. All yeah, right. it's going to be a great weekend at the Fargo Dome. Cool. Thanks for coming in, Barry. Hey, thank you.